0: Welcome to Class Reunion, a podcast about high school 20 years later. I'm your host, Addie Broyles.
1: Now that as I'm an adult raising kids, I do think of like where I want my kids to be, what opportunities I want them to have. I mean, we're the ones that kind of got them active in sports because that's what drove us and kind of kept us out of trouble. And like I said, I really do believe that it teaches more than just like win or loss. It teaches how to work together, how to overcome, how to battle through things. Even those days that we didn't want to show up, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't want to run. I really don't want to go. My kids still have that too, but it's just like work. Like there's days that I wake up. I'm like, I don't want to go. This week might be that week. Like, I don't want to, how many more days do we have left? But we push through and we get it. And that's what makes us a strong person.
0: Kathy Caldwell, now Kathy McVeigh is a teacher in Bentonville, Arkansas, a mother of two girls and married to her high school sweetheart, Eric, who graduated a year before us. They have been together for more than 20 years, married for 14, and now they raise their family about an hour and a half from our hometown in Missouri, where her parents still live. As you'll hear in our chat, Kathy and I spent many hours together on the softball field and volleyball court. We were teammates and friends, sleepover buddies in our younger years. What I got to learn about Kathy during this conversation is that her love of sports and what sports can do for us has only grown since she's become a parent. I grew up in the athletics shadow of my grandfather, who had been a principal and a football coach during the school's athletic glory days in the 1960s. We lived through our own athletic glory days. Our football team won the state championship our junior year, an event you heard about in last week's episode with Brandon. Kathy and I had our own glory days, winning the Big Eight conference in volleyball our senior year. I'm glad I got to ask her about what she thinks now about that time in our lives and how being a fourth grade teacher makes her look differently at that year we were hellions to our fourth grade teacher. Sorry about that, Mrs. Carmichael. But first, we had to catch up on parenting during a pandemic. Okay, say hello again. Hello! Hi! Hi! It's so good to see you.
1: So good to see you. How are you?
0: Good. I've I've made it through. Well, as long as you have with quarantine and kids and jobs and
1: we've made it. Are you? Are your kids in school?
0: One of them is one. The fourteen. My kids
1: are what we call blended. So yes, we are in school. And at the beginning of the school year, we weren't sure how long we were going to make it. I mean, it was. It was a lot to plan and we went virtual at the end of last year um and this was kind of my setup I had like a little section back here with like somewhat of my desk because Eric pretty much kind of works from home um he has like an office here and I couldn't take over his office and I needed like a place and so the girls would do their work in their room and I would come here I was like I guess I'll just set it up here so you can see my coffee. I mean, I think
0: you have done an A plus job (laughs) with the cupboard thing. Like I grew up with a a cupboard with dishes and that's like a real sign of adulthood. And I just want to congratulate you that you.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I mean, it is, I do love it, but if I'm not sure if you can see, there's a lot of dust probably on there because we stay busy. I mean, we are so busy. I went, I started in Aurora, um, my kindergarten, year, my parents moved to Aurora when I was two. Um, they still live there. <laughs> I don't, but my parents still live there. That's all I've known. That's where I was raised. Where, where did they live and why did they move to Aurora? Um, I'm not really sure the reason they moved. They had, um, I think they went, they both went to college in Springfield and that's where they met. And my mom, um, was a nurse up in Springfield. And I think that was just the location that they said, Hey, let's move here. She um, worked at the Aurora nursing home for years, like my childhood. That's what I remember is like her working at the Aurora nursing home. And we would go and visit and some of the old people would, you know, hug you and like touch you. And I wasn't ready for all of that at that point. (laughs) but wow,
0: you are bringing back memories. My uncle Bob was in the nursing home. My grandma eventually went to the nursing home. Aunt Pud, yes. we would always go and we'd go visit, but we were going to visit family and your mom was there. And by extension, she was kind of part of that to warmly yes. receive you and say hello and point you yes. to a direction wherever you needed to go. And cause gosh, yes. I mean, did, do you remember also going
1: over there for scouts or something? You'd, we would go over there. I feel like I don't even remember what it was. I don't know if we would do some type of a little performance for school. I just remember going over there and maybe it was just with my mom, but they would have like contests. And so all of them would be lined up like in the cafeteria, having their bingo contest. And I remember I got to play a few times. I mean, it was, so I don't remember if it was through school that we did or if it was just... Yeah. memories that I have of, Oh, I need to go visit my mom. Okay. Let's go play some games.
0: <laughs> Wait. So where's your sister living now? She's
1: back in Aurora.
0: Nice. Okay. And yes. are your parents
1: in your the same house? Yes. They're in the same house. They just completely um, like remodeled the inside. I don't know, several years ago. Um, uh-huh. So it looks completely different. Like I know you've been to her house and I know that like, I still remember what your house looks like, like walking into your house. We just, I mean, we spent so many, so many nights together, like fourth grade year. Wasn't it so true? We have, we have some stuff to unpack about fourth grade. Kathy. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, even like Halloween, I remember like going trick or treating. It was always your road. Like it was always oh, that, that was road like Raleigh and your road. It was like, that was, that was where we always went. That was where I'd meet up with all the friends. It was so fun. I remember one Halloween it snowed, but yet my mom still let us, do you remember that Halloween? We had a ha- we had a party that Halloween. Yes, I remember. And my mom still let us like, we were just stomping through the snow. It was so fun.
0: <laughs> oh, we peeled grapes for that, if I am not
1: mistaken. <laughs> oh, that's right. Man, that house
0: was so fun. So my parents sold that house and I don't know, about eight or nine years ago, and then moved in with my grandmother. And my mom is still in that house. So the house that she grew up in we will go trick-or-treating in your, I remember I had a piano teacher in your neighborhood and I do remember, um, Abby Byers lived over in your neighborhood. My grandma worked at the dentist
1: over there. (laughs) Yes. all very. I just saw, um, Abby a few weekends ago and I haven't seen her in years. Did you go to, was that at Bridget's wedding? Bridget's wedding. And so it was so nice. Just, I didn't know anybody. I did not know. I only knew like Bridget and her family and Abby. So like at first I was like, I don't know anybody, but it was one of those fun groups that you can just, and we haven't missed a beat, you know what I mean? Like, even though we haven't seen each other, I don't think I'd seen Bridget. Well, I think the last time I saw her, I was probably pregnant with my six-year-old. So it would have been like seven years, but it was like, we've never, like we were just together. Same with Abby. Like it was just one of those things.
0: So I still have some yearbooks. Um, And I have- Oh my my goodness. Let me see that.
1: Let me see that. See- I need to fire it up. I need to find all of mine. Is that two thousand one? Because you put this together, didn't you? Yes, I was on the yearbook committee. I was on Who the else? student council. Were you, did you do that too? No, I don't. Think I was on student council.
0: Oh my gosh, it is just such a trip going through here. Okay. I know. I need. To,
1: I need. To, I bet my mom has it. Except she was when they remodeled. She was trying to give me some stuff, and I was like, um, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. I don't have a place to store it.
0: Can you read that, or is that backwards?
1: No, I can read it. Sarah Williams, Big Eight Conference champs. Marissa, that's so fun. Me I know Jamie, Jamie. Yeah, that's so fun. Team, you you were so good at volleyball. Oh, I loved it. I ended up coaching a travel team. My mom and I coached a high school travel team um, for just a few years, like my first year of teaching. And then I also coached seventh grade. I was ginormous pregnant. It would have been with Bella, which she's eleven. And I literally had our last game and I delivered her like two days later. If my kids weren't so busy and active in sports, that's where I would be. I would, I loved every minute of like teaching the fundamentals. I miss volleyball, like watching it still. I love it.
0: Tell me about you. what you do now, what grade level you teach, how long you've been at your school. And I want to hear how you guys got to Bentonville.
1: Well, we, I guess we've been here going on seven years. Um, I'm te- currently teaching only taught fourth grade here in the district at Bittenville Schools. Um, it's a wonderful district. Love it. I mean, we stay pretty active with the girls. The reason we ended up coming here was Kevin McBay, Eric's younger brother, was living here and a business renew crew. Um, would renew Eric used to work there in Springfield and one came over here so they said hey let's work together so they ended up buying this business um here in northwest Arkansas and I was like yeah I'll do it and I really didn't know what I was getting into you hear mm-hmm. that you like moved to Arkansas and I was like hmm I don't know what this is gonna look like I mean you hear you know growing up in Missouri you just don't know yeah I love it here it is it's so nice it's a bigger it's Northwest Arkansas, there's several bigger like surrounding areas. It's not that it's huge, but sometimes getting through traffic can be a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> We have an 11-year-old who has been, this is the only district she knows. So she started kindergarten here. And then our six-year-old just started kindergarten this year. So it's been phenomenal. So we have a K, I teach fourth grade and we have a K-4 building. So this is Bella, our oldest. This is her first year, like without knowing anybody in the district, like in the school, but she survived. I mean, a year, what a crazy year to, I enjoy it. We, I'm not coaching anything as of right now. We stay busy. Bella is really active. She plays travel, um, travel softball. So we're pretty much gone like every weekend. Myla really wanted to play travel softball because that's her sister. And so we have her on like a little 6U team, actually the University of um, Arkansas, one of their like volunteer coaches comes in and helps like with fundamentals with Mila, and it is so stinking cute.
0: Did you always feel competitive and did you always know you wanted to be a teacher?
1: Yes, I just remember, I don't, do you remember my dog Tiffany? Yes, the Yorkie or well, she was like she was a silky bear. But um, I remember like growing up, reading to her, like playing teacher the whole time. Sarah Williams and I, we would um, play teacher, too. So I remember like teachers at the end of the year, they would get rid of those textbooks or even like the workbooks. We don't we don't really use those anymore. But even the works, workbooks, Sarah Williams and I would bring those home and we would play class. So she and I would always, and I would just do it by myself too. Like that's one of the, nice. I didn't ever really grow up playing movies, but no, I played, like I'd line up my animals and pretend that I was teaching them. Um, and then we get to high school. I knew I either wanted to be a teacher or a vet. Like I love animals too. And we had, oh, that program, like we could shadow for the day. So anyway, I went and um, shadowed a vet. The first thing I walked into was, um, A dog was getting, its, a puppy was getting its leg amputated and the farmer, it was, mm -hmm, it was like a farm dog and the farmer accidentally ran over it. And he was like, nope, I don't want him anymore. Well, they went ahead and amputated his leg. I was like, this isn't for me. I would have all of these dogs. This isn't for me. So I ended up like saying, nope, teacher, that's what I'll be. How many animals do you have now? We just have two. We have a 15 year old Yorkie. So she was our baby before we had real kids. And then we have, oh, we got a puppy during quarantine. And she's a miniature Labradoodle hot mask because she was raised during quarantine. Uh, <laughs> but no, so we just have the do Yeah.
0: Let's take a quick break and hear from this episode's sponsor. This week's episode is sponsored by The Feminist Kitchen on Substack, a weekly newsletter from me, Addie Broyles. For 13 years, I wrote a column for the Austin American Statesman, and in June, I left that job to start my tarot business and do projects like this podcast. I decided I wanted to keep writing a weekly column though, so now I deliver that through Substack, which makes it easy for me to deliver each week's post to subscribers. I write a little about everything, parenting, travel, my tarot work, becoming an entrepreneur, and yes, food. You can read sample posts and sign up at thefeministkitchen.substack.com/slash-subscribe. Do you want to sponsor an upcoming episode of Class Reunion? Individual and business sponsorships are available at info@classreunionpodcast.com. At Each week, I make a donation to a nonprofit of choice selected by the student. This week, that organization is Bright Futures Aurora, a program that helps students in the Aurora School District with things like clothing, school supplies, and toiletries. You can find out more by searching for Bright Futures Aurora on Facebook. Tell me about whenever you went into college and where did you go? Did you go very far from home?
1: Yeah, well, I did the A-plus program. So the first semester, I really didn't. I just went to OTC on A-plus program um and then I just was like you know this is not I want to I want to move a little bit further away not that I want to be away from my parents but I just wanted to move a little bit further um and then I went to Longview Community College in Kansas City finished like the A-plus program there and then I transferred to um Pitt State Pittsburgh State University in Kansas loved it loved everything about it Eric and I were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even though he wasn't in high school with us, but we were mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. sweethearts and we just kind of like, he lived in Kansas city for a long time. And then when I was at Pitt state, we would still kind of see each other. Cause it was only like an hour, hour and a half or so. So it all worked out. Um, I would love for my kids to go to Pitt state a few, like I know Judd Burton. Do you remember Judd? Yeah. What's he, he, went, he ended up going to um, Pittsburgh state. I think he played band there. So we would run into each other a little bit. Oh, nice. Well, oh, um, I think Lindsay went there too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever run into her? No, you know, when you go back to her um, Lindsay Murphy, like Broughton. Yes. Yeah. Well, she plays her daughter. Mallory plays softball on a travel team as well. We haven't run into each other like this year trying to think this season but we run into each other every once in a great while I think her daughter's playing on a 14 team like a 14 U, and my daughter's on a 12 U.
0: and then we've got Sarah's daughter all of y'all are living I'm all you you guys are living my dream I had two boys and I listen one of them does play soccer
1: (laughs) oh well we have soccer too I don't know anything about soccer though Bella and Milo both like played soccer when they were little, which is only six. So she plays soccer now. But I remember Bella went to like, I don't know, a little, a small little tournament. It was three against three. And I was yelling like, kick it, kick it. And the lady next to me was like, she can't kick it when she's in that box. I was like, Done. like I obviously know nothing about soccer. Like, <laughs> I I know softball. Yeah. I know volleyball. I know basketball, soccer. Nope. Well, listen, we didn't
0: get to choose soccer in high school. Exactly. Sports for me was a way to not only have something to do and have a social thing and a physical fitness thing and to get that competition out. Yes. It, it was like a real form of self-empowerment that I did not understand until I left. It just taught me to dig in a way. And I notice when I am around other people, you can just spot people who, who played team sports.
1: Yes. No, I completely agree. I think that and now like seeing my kids, like I loved everything about sports. I mean, I couldn't get enough of it. Um, and yes, we had our bad days or we, when we like couldn't make a shot or couldn't spike the ball or couldn't get to the, dig the ball or whatever it might be. Um, we all had those moments, but I think that like to persevere, I think it taught us like so many things that would help us advance as like who we are as adults, I mean, even like team, and that's what I try to tell myself now is when Belle is playing on her team, I really try to say, okay, they're learning more than just like a sport right now. They're learning how to work with others. Maybe somebody that they might not get along the greatest with, but they have to work together. And that's part of, that's part of like life. That's your job. Whatever you do, you pretty much have to work as a team or work with somebody. I loved it. I loved every minute. I missed it. Tell me what do you miss the most? I just, all of it, I guess just the competitive, like competing, I get so nervous. I don't remember really being super nervous before games or during games or any of that. But now as a parent, I am so nervous. I feel like I was, I'm more nervous as a parent, like in the bleachers now than watching, like then when I played, I miss my team. Like all the people that we played with, it was, I, we just had that little bond that you just created.
0: I don't think we realized it was a choice, mm-hmm. but it was something we chose. It was just a given that I was going to do all these things. And this yes. is something that I think feels notable about a small town. And I'll be interested to hear if you think this is true because you have teach in a larger district. Yes. But um there wasn't a lot to do. And so we had to kind of fill our time doing these things. And and if we didn't do it, they wouldn't have a team. Yes. And the team, and then it was
1: almost like the whole community then wouldn't have that sense of pride. It brings that community together too. I mean like the guys we would always go and watch the football games too. Okay. Um so it was just fun to support, fun to cheer. So um, we
0: really had like a Friday night lights experience. I mean that was filmed in is so much about Texas, but I have to tell people like that exists in so many other parts of the country.
1: Do you remember um just like cruising, cruising around town? Like we don't we don't have that here. Here they can get their permit like at 14 and a half. I just I can't believe that there are 14 and a half year olds driving on the road. Like that's a little scary to me growing up in that small, like community. And now versus like my kids growing up in this district that, I mean, the graduating class is in the thousands. Yeah. It's it, not going to lie. It's a little scary. Like that's why I often talk to Eric about I'm Like there, I mean, there are thousands. We knew everybody. I knew everybody in our graduating class. She's not going to know even half of them, a fourth of them. And then team sports, like it's going to be harder to make those teams. These are the choices that, right. And so what do you get? um, What would you say are the advantages
0: of living in an area like Bentonville?
1: It's a little scary. I often tell Eric that, you know, a smaller district Bella would be able to play basketball and wouldn't have to like necessarily focus on one sport. I feel like in a larger district, if you want to play in sports, you almost have to focus more on that Mm -hmm. sport that you choose. So, and where we had, we got, I mean, I can't imagine growing up not running track. Did I enjoy it? No, there was nothing. There was nothing I really liked about track. I mean, I ran it because that's what we did. Yeah. Kept us active and it was fun. I enjoyed it. I just didn't like to run. Uh, What was your first job? um, I was a lifeguard at the Aurora City Pool. So I did that for several years. And then I ended up working at First Independent Bank. Um, We did through the work program. John Jay Lee ended up um, hiring me, which John Paul, his son now owns or is in charge of First Independent Bank. Mm. And honestly, I feel like that helped me too. Like, so I worked in a smaller because a it's just a small hometown bank. When I moved to um, Kansas City, I think that having that on my application, like that I've already had a job as a teller helped me get a job. So that's one of the things that I did in college is I was a teller Um, pretty much all throughout college. So. So
0: what I'm hearing is that Aurora gave you lots of opportunities. Like, did you feel like you had choices or the choices that you would have wanted or the the choices that you now want for your own kids there?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, did I realize it when I was a kid? No, (laughs) but now that as I'm an adult raising kids, I do think of like where I want my kids to be, what opportunities I want them to have. I mean, we're the ones that kind of got them active in sports because that's what drove us and kind of kept us out of trouble. And like I said, I really do believe that it teaches more than just like win or loss. It teaches how to work together, how to overcome, how to battle through things, even those days that we didn't want to show up, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't want to run. I really don't want to go. My kids still have that too, but it's Just like work. Like there's days that I wake up, I'm like, I don't want to go. This week might be that week. Like, I don't want to. How many more days do we have left? But we push through and we get it. And that's what makes us a strong person. So yes, I do think that Aurora has helped me like to who I am. And I mean, that's where my husband graduated too. So you've got two little hometown people that are still together. I guess we've been together almost married for almost 14 years, but we dated eight before we were married. Yeah, that's a lot, huh? <laughs> Is that more than 20? Yeah, it's over half my life. <laughs> um, we don't want to talk about that
0: because that just brings up age. When we were kids or when we were in high school, the thought of like somebody being together for 24 <gasps> years that um, or even having kids or having even the career, it was it, it almost, you know, was something that we knew we were pursuing, but it also seemed so far away. Yes. And like the idea that I would be living in a city was um, just really the stuff of dreams.
1: Now where where are you at? So I'm in that. Austin. Okay.
0: And I okay. am getting ready to leave my job at the newspaper.
1: You're leaving? Is
0: that what you said? I'm leaving. It's like very fresh and new. <laughs>
1: yeah. What are you going to do?
0: Well, I'm going to do full-time freelancing and work on these projects and uh, you know I, I do freelancing for magazines and stuff. Yes. And then I've started a tarot card reading business. <laughs> there you go. Because uh, you know, why not? Pandemic yeah. hobbies uh, have turned out to be pretty fun. Um, but it's that whole midlife thing of like, you know, I've been I've been journalist for twenty years, started the paper and or the advertiser, and journalism's a tough industry to be in right now. Yes, like, I, I don't
1: know how you do that. Do we I mean, really want
0: to do this for another twenty years.
1: So we'll see, right? Well, and I remember you weren't you on what not to wear. Good memory. What was it like when you found out I was on whatnot? I don't even remember where. I don't even know how I knew. It was 2008, and I had—I was not. I used to watch it all the time. Like, I need to be on whatnot to wear. I mean, I'm currently wearing a school t-shirt right now, but I'm telling you, it's been one of those weeks. Like, is it Friday yet? So, how was that? Because you were in Austin. Were you in Austin? Austin My my ex—my
0: ex-husband nominated me. That's not the reason why he's my (laughs) ex-husband. We had. Um, and we had eight, Julian who was just one and I really needed it. So I went into college and um, was like super excited to be around a bunch of nerds who came from all these different backgrounds. And it made me think like, oh, not everybody had this small town experience. How interesting. <laughs> and it was very much like, I don't, it was my way of saying, um, I don't need to be defined by you. It was like the ultimate expression of the tomboy Addie that I think you yeah. know. And then That's they kind of had to rein me in and be like, you can also wear heels That's <laughs> possible. <laughs> So it really did change my life. I started dressing better at work and then I got the food job not very long after. Okay. So who, um, who are you still in touch with? And like, who are you maybe surprised you're still in touch with? Who do you have a closer relationship with than you thought?
1: I mean, I still am in touch with, um, like Marissa, Marissa Hale. She's back in, um, shell Knob. So when I go to visit my parents, Eric's mom, Eric's parents actually live in Knob. So when we go down for holidays, some of the times Marissa and I will meet up. I'm still in contact with Bridget. And then I, like I said, I just saw Abby, uh, Brandon Weldy and I, like I haven't seen him in I don't know how long, um, but I feel like he's one that I could text and be like, hey, how are you doing? So where, where are your parents from? Like, where are their roots? Like, did they love
0: living in Aurora? They, do they love living there now?
1: Um, My mom's from like Kansas city area. Okay. And then my dad is from Neosho, Missouri. And then they just both went to college at SMS, MSU now, but SMSU and they just met and they're still together. So cute. My dad's retired and my mom is actually working at, the Aurora Hospital right now, so oh, she is.
0: she's still working. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Okay, good. So, when you go back and visit them, do you get nostalgic? Um, or, yeah, or I mean, do you go frequently enough that there's not enough time for the nostalgia to build up. I mean, I'm
1: an hour and a half away, so I feel like I kind of go enough. I see yeah. them frequently. I haven't been there in a few weeks, which yeah. my sister just had a new baby. She is precious, so I am ready to get down there for the summer and just snuggle that baby. Yeah. I mean, the girls keep us busy, though. We do yeah. softball all the way through the summer. And you're like living in some ways what your mom did with you. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't realize what my mom really had to do for us. And now I mean, we with my sister and I both in sports, and now I have two girls in sports, Eric's coaching Bella, the 11 year olds coaching her softball team. So he's like, always gone that way. We've had to start splitting now that Mila's on her travel team. It's like, okay, last weekend, Eric was here in Bentonville, actually Rogers. And then Mila and I went to Salisol, Oklahoma for her tournament. I'm like, oh my goodness. And then we rushed back to watch like the tail end of Bella's Damon Rogers. So we're just, we run around like crazy people these days.
0: <laughs> Do you feel like you're living sort of what you could have only dreamed or hoped for when you were 16?
1: I mean, yes, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything about it. I can't say I'm a big planner. Um, I knew of course that I wanted to be a teacher. And so I was going to use that A plus program to get those first two years paid for of college. I love Bentonville. I go to
0: the museum and we've spent time downtown and my mom and I'll like overnight
1: and do a little girls weekend. And I love being here. I'd have to say like, And it was kind of Eric that talked me into it. And I was like, I'm a teacher. It'll be easy to find a job. It wasn't as easy as I thought. This district is one of those, like they're just bigger districts here. Um, And it's all about the people you know. And I didn't know anybody here. Like I didn't know anybody. I would have gotten married in a heartbeat, I think to Eric. But he definitely like let me have my fun in college. He, you know, it was, I would see him, but I still definitely had my fun times in college. I mean. My grades were great, but I had to learn to like plan some things around. So I'm, I remember like looking at Eric like, we have been together for like six or seven years. Like, if you don't want me, then just let me know because I've got to start looking for someone else. But that wasn't the case. I think he just wanted me to get through, through college and make sure this is really what I wanted. And so we got married right after college.
0: <laughs> um, but do you do you have a sense of where you want to be in twenty years?
1: Goodness. Um, I haven't really thought about it. I mean, that would mean we're empty nesters. I don't know what that's like. Um, I guess maybe, I guess 20 years I'd like to like follow my mom's footstep. I'd like to, she goes to all the games. So there's seven, a total of seven grandkids and she makes it like splits it send me your calendar, send me their schedule. And one weekend she'll go here. Like when she comes here, she'll usually try to hit a soccer game of Mila's and then a softball like this tournament. So I hope that in 20 years, my life might be settled a little bit, but I have that option to go to watch sports. Like hopefully I can go and kind of what my mom does on the weekends, like plan my schedule and say, Hey, I'd like to go watch my grandkid play on this day.
0: I'm just having this image of her, um, you know, trucking up with her fold up chair and like, I don't know if it was a cooler or a bag or something. She had some kind of little, she she always had whatever it is that we needed. Also,
1: I did track volleyball, basketball, and I guess that's it.
0: I want to count how many teams I was on because I think I have pictures from all of them.
1: (laughs) I don't know if you've tried to like get out and play volleyball since you've been like an adult. Um, You just can't like, I can't. I jump the same. I mean, I wonder why, but I just can't quite jump the same. I'm not nearly as cool as I used to think I was, I guess. Like even when I played catch with um our daughter just yesterday, our six-year-old. And she's like, Mom, I think I'm just gonna play with dad. He's a little bit better. I was like, you got these skills from me, kid.
0: <laughs> I know, I miss it so bad. I softball is the one that I really like, I lust for. And uh, it's hard for me to even watch because I want to play it so badly. Um, but I did play volleyball a little bit for at the little rec center here. And I rolled my ankle pretty badly, probably seven, eight years ago. Um, but it was fun. And it was a reminder. I got a real charge out of it. And and I miss it because I don't really get a, a place to express that side of me. And people are often surprised when I reveal. I'm like, no, guys, I'm a sporty spice.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to play, so this is really my, I guess I'm completing my 16th year of teaching. I started out um, my first five years at Mount Vernon. And that makes me think of, we used to play on like a co-ed volleyball team. Oh my goodness. It was so fun. It was one of those that, that was before I had kids. So it was kind of right out of college. So I could could still move around. I didn't look like an old lady. And I, I kind of forget about those memories just of like, playing some of those sports or even where I started teaching. Did you feel like you had power in
0: school? How did you feel like we all fit in together? And where did you see yourself in that mix of of
1: people? I just remember kind of hanging out with everybody, like having those friends and all those different classes. I think that sports did kind of like having after, I think that they it did kind of bring us closer. Like those sports groups were a little bit closer. That's where like most of those like tight knit friends were. Thinking back, like I remember sitting, oh, my kids in school just did it. What was it? A computer typing class. This would have been like. Mavis Beacon.
0: That's what I remember from like six, like seventh grade, middle school.
1: Oregon Trail. Do you remember playing Oregon? Like, or, and you'd have to like type and do certain things. and Can you believe that we actually got to take typing classes?
0: Will you tell me about what you remember about our fourth grade year?
1: I mean, I think that, that we, there was a really strong knit group of leaders. Let's put it that way. And we were always kind of in trouble, not troublemakers, but we talked a lot. I, this is the grade I teach now. So I I think that it's, it makes like all those memories come back. This is the year that I learned like guilty by association because, and I'm sure I encouraged it. But do you remember we had a food fight in fourth grade? I do now. All of us were in trouble and we had to stay in at recess and like write our mom a no. And I remember being like, mom, I didn't, I didn't throw any food, but you know, I was back there like cheering everybody on to throw food. Um, I do remember that it was Mrs. Carmichael's first year of teaching and it was her last year of teaching. I wonder if it was because of us.
0: I think it was her last year of teaching. My mom says that she runs into her now and then. And if you do end up listening, Mrs. Carmichael, I will tell you. Here, I'll own my part of it. I was still trying to figure out how to express myself in a social situation with people I liked and who I wanted to like me. I didn't know that I was a little people pleaser who uh, also is an instigator. <laughs> also, this is a side apology to Mrs. Lacey. <laughs> Send me to the to the principal's office my eighth grade year for causing an insurrection.
1: I mean, I remember having Mrs. Lacey, but I don't remember you getting sent to the principal's office. That's what I remember is that we
0: were just, you know, being playful, but we didn't know how to be playful. And the teasing, we didn't really know. um, I can remember slapping uh, Travis Meeks across the face in fourth grade. um, And like my little, my little feminist was, was being born. This like, this isn't fair that, uh, you know, I'm getting treated differently or don't call me mop and glow, you know, figuring out how to, to use my voice. And, um and sometimes that looked like forming alliances and like getting some power and being a rab- rabble rouser. I don't know. It was one of the more memorable years.
1: Yeah. And I think that was kind of, well, and I think it was a whole group of us. We all kind of fed off of each other, but so we learned lots that year. And I relate a lot back to that year, like as a fourth grade teacher, I'm always like, yes when I have a talker and I can always say, now I know how that was because that was me as a fourth grader, but no, and I've run into Mrs. Carmichael and I don't, I haven't figured out if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but she ran, she knows my name like as an adult and I've changed. I've added a few pounds here and there, you know, But she still knows me and I can't decide if that is like You know, maybe she just,
0: I don't know. Do you remember the the 4th of July parties that used to happen at Baldwin Park? Yes. The big like fireworks and live music and picnics. It was like a whole town picnic Mm -hmm. uh, for the July 4th. And then we would have hound dog days.
1: Yep. And I remember getting sick on the zipper. Do you remember the zipper?
0: Yes. Can you believe we got to grow up with that? It was a traveling amusement park that came to town. Okay. Is there anything about Aurora or our high school experience that you ever think about or get curious about or wonder if somebody else thought about it the same way?
1: i just like to see everybody again. I really want to have a reunion. I really want to kind of see how everybody's doing. I mean, I do think that like Facebook kind of keeps us in in touch a little bit more. I don't post a whole lot of stuff, but I feel like with some of the people that I have seen, like I've seen some of Raleigh's stuff on there and it's like, oh, look at his kids. Like, it's just fun to kind of see But I'd rather see them like in person just to see and see like their spouses, you know.
0: Being in church was a really big deal in Aurora. Yes. That was another big part of my youth experience was like going to youth group and.
1: Yeah, we went to um, the Catholic church. That's actually where Eric and I were, we were, we were married at the Catholic church too.
0: Did you ever come over to, for a lock-in at the Methodist church? Yeah.
1: I remember going, like just going to church with other people. We would just go to different places. So it was fine.
0: The roller skating rink. Did we also do? We also did that a lot
1: together. I forgot about the skating rink. Yeah. So Aunt fun. Audrey and Uncle Johnny. What were their names?
0: Is that who owned <laughs> it?
1: Yeah, you remember um, their names?
0: No, I didn't remember. Yeah. Because I don't have yeah. photos. I don't know. I don't have <laughs> photos from it. um All I remember was it was on the north side of the tracks, but I don't remember when it closed, when it opened. I know it hadn't been open when my mom was a kid. Yeah. I don't think. Um, I
1: mean, we went pretty much every Saturday morning, had our skates. How many years do you think that was? Oh, goodness. I feel like forever. And then did it close or did we just stop going? Like, this is where I don't know. This is where as an adult, I look back and I'm like,
0: how did it work?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I just took my um, daughter to, oh, one of those like high rise or the trampoline places. Mm -hmm. And I swear, like I actually talked to one of the girls that was one of the moms that was there. And I was like, I feel like this is like the hangout now for like teenagers, like the roller or the skating rink was for us. I don't know if you've been to one of those, but as I like looked around, I saw these, like, I hate to say it, but awkward Like teenage years, 12 to uh, sorry, I know you have a 14 year old, 12, like 14, 15, just that awkward stage. And that's as I look around, I'm like, yep, they're all like, which I guess they're being active, right? (laughs)
0: That's what I love to think about is how things change, but they really don't change. And when we think about like, we didn't have, cell phones, but we were, this is where it was great to live in a small town where you could drive around and you could still run Mm -hmm. into people and have that surprise experience and reach out and get that connection.
1: Exactly. And I don't know. I mean, the skating rink's not there anymore. We've taken our girls skating. We have a little skating rink. It's, I got on skates a while back. It was not too pretty. Did you ever do the, um, the barn swings? Oh yes. I forgot about the barn swings. That was so dangerous. Like, don't you feel like that would have been so dangerous? But yeah,
0: I looked it up the other day. I was like, "Is that place still open?" Apparently, if you catch the owner there at the right time. But that was like a hopping place.
1: Yes, I forgot
0: about the barn swings. When I like try to explain to people about Southwest Missouri, it's like, well, we we drive around in the country for fun, <laughs> doing yeah roading all of our like camp, road trips. camping trips. Ugh. Yeah, this is where we were stretching our wings. Yes. Yeah. Our children will listen to the show one day and they'll be like, what were you talking about, mom? Yes. We were very good.
1: <laughs> yeah, mom, what was this? What was this? Yeah. I mean, we did have all like, even some of our like back roads, like where we used to just drive around, not, not just the cruise, but like the back roads that just some of those just. That was the back road cruise, the gnat. Yeah.
0: Um, so, but when my dad, it it was so cute, like my dad's favorite thing was like to drive around town and he would go during the day and go admire the beauty of these little creeks and stuff. And it made me appreciate, like we grew up in such a beautiful part of the country and, um, and Bentonville is doing really well. And I think, uh, small towns though, across the country are not doing so well. And, um, I, I have hope that, uh, especially as like real estate markets are crazy in one place that maybe people can go and work remote and like maybe go and work, bring that kind of economic shakeup around. I don't know. I spend too much time thinking about this kind of stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And I haven't really like, that sounds really bad to say, but I've not really thought about it. Like, I mean, Aurora still seems perfectly intact to me from what I've seen. Does that make sense? So it's one of those, but I know what you're saying, like the smaller towns, I mean, like Washburn and some of those just surrounding aurora i'm glad to hear you say that because
0: i have had some people tell me it's kind of a repeating thing about like oh, aurora just isn't what it used to be yeah and i wonder like what do they really mean by that and and what are the what's what do they use for that and is it just because it's different or is it that it's more conservative is it um you know is it poorer is it um are there even fewer opportunities
1: i mean yeah i guess i just go i've been to aurora like it hasn't it's not like i've not been there in so long. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you think it is? Do you think it is more conservative? Do you think it is more
0: like, do you think it's more diverse now? Like, do you think people are openly gay?
1: I don't know. I guess I haven't really, I guess I don't get out much. So when I go no. to Aurora, I guess I see no. my mom, see your mom. my sister. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know either. I mean, yeah. I,
0: I don't, I don't know. I know my mom has a couple of gay friends, but they're pretty closeted. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's definitely we see, we see that here. Yeah, there's definitely diversity in the school here. I mean, I don't know about like Aurora. I don't know what their schools are. Maybe I should, but I don't. Cause my niece and nephew go to school there. Um, I mean, this one just kind of is oblivious to all of it. You know, I think that's just kind of the generation that she's growing up in and just, she doesn't really know any different. Um, I know what?
0: no. What great hey what hey, what grade are you in? Tell me again. Kindergarten. Kinder oh that's so awesome. What's the name of your teacher? Miss
1: Bedeen. Mrs. Bedeen.
0: Oh fine.
1: Yeah. So almost done. How many more days do we have left? Twelve. <laughs> Twelve days. Not that we're counting down.
0: As you can hear, Myla, Kathy's youngest daughter, joined us for the end of our conversation just before bedtime. Fast forward through the summer, and both of them are back in school full-time, and I hope they're having a great year. Thanks, Kathy, for being on the show. Thanks to you listeners for joining us for another episode of Class Reunion. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Don't forget that I'll be giving away two tasting kits from Askenosi Chocolates at the end of August. So hop on over to the Patreon page and sign up at patreon.com slash Podcast. Another perk of being a patron is leaving shout outs for classmates, teachers, or anything else you love about Aurora. Here's this week's classmate shout out. My name is Chelsea. I graduated in the class of 2003. I am Addie's sister. I wanted to take a moment to reflect on how small town America shaped me, and I just felt like I learned. Uh, some confidence and community and a sense of hospitality in other ways that maybe people who grew up in a big city did not. I remember the class of 2001 and to me you exuded confidence and it was a confidence that was contagious and it really spread um, down to me when I came when I was a freshman. So um, I'm grateful to the upperclassmen for leading the way in the area of confidence and um, giving us a sense of community that as freshmen, we just latched onto and ran with. If you are enjoying class reunion, you might enjoy my weekly newsletter on Substack. It's called The Feminist Kitchen and it's where I write new pieces each week. You can sign up at thefeministkitchen.substack.com. That's it for this week's episode of Class Reunion. This show is written and produced by me, Annie Broyles. I hope you'll join us next week for another conversation. I'll see you then.